He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you. Man, I think quite a people got a surprise this morning. I know when I woke up and saw the uh, how wet the ground was outside, um, man, I, we got some rain last night. Uh, Jody, I was talking with Jody Gould this morning with the Tejas Smoke Depot, who will be on the air with us here shortly. And uh, she said she woke up around 4 o'clock this morning and it was just raining. So I'm glad it didn't wake me up, um, and it didn't. Uh, One of the cats woke me up last night. I think I have a theory. I think cats can have nightmares. I'm I'm nearly nearly convinced of it, but um, there you go. So uh, if you want the evidence on that, if you want my story, if you're a cat person, maybe get a hold of me, and I'll... uh, tell you my theory on why i think cats can have bad dreams um maybe the dogs are catching them or they just can't get they just can't get that rabbit they've been chasing all night um so here we go we got lots of things on your calendar tonight 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 the most important thing on your calendar tonight is the fredericksburg tea party we have an amazing lineup of the fredericksburg tea party tonight the second Thursday of every month. If you uh, schedule something on the second Thursday of every month, uh, good luck to you. Uh, the um, But the Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to be meeting tonight. They're going to have a panel of the Texas Scorecard, um, including uh, the guest we had yesterday, Aaron Anderson, along with Brandon Waltons and uh, Brandon is uh, very uh, is becoming a uh, really a spokesman um, in for I don't know not for Texas but uh, he's he's getting out there um, I heard Brandon on Tuesday was on the uh, Glenn Beck show Glenn Beck program in fact all of Tuesday's Glenn Beck program is worth a listen you can zip through the first hour and go to where he uh, in where he Interviews Glenn, uh, where he interviews uh, Greg Abbott, who continues to tell this same old BS story that there's just nothing they can do about the border. There's just nothing he can do. Or he, at the same breath in the same interview, he'll tell you everything they are doing. And um, it's not complicated, as Tucker Carlson said. If you haven't heard that uh, bit from Tucker yes, yet, it's uh, good. I'm going to probably put it on tomorrow's show. But, uh, yeah, it is, uh, I, I would recommend, uh, not only catching up with Tucker on his, if you can find his, uh, speech where he talks about Abbott, it's on rumble and, uh, I know it's there and, um, also Abbott on Glenn Beck, you're, these guys, folks, they are year after year pulling the wool over your eyes and, um. And, you know, I'm not sure what our answer to it is. We're, we're going to continue fighting, um, but we are the we are uh, we're fighting the establishment. We're fighting the big boys. We're fighting the guys who have all the media, who have the newspapers, who have the press, who have every way to get the word out. 
and uh, that's who we're fighting, and sometimes it feels like we're getting beat. I'm going to talk more about that in the fourth quarter today. Um, on Sunday night, the Patriot Academy, that's going to be a blast. Rick Green, Brad Stein, Kirk Cameron, um, there are still tickets available for that, Patriot Academy um, go to find Patriot Academy online Monday, the 18th. Kerr County Patriots are having their regular meeting in uh, Dieter, Cent- Dieter Center Thursday, the 21st. The third Thursday, um, the preppers who have been meeting for years on uh, Thursday, the third Thursday every night. Um, again, if you want to compete on Thursday nights with these guys, uh, best of luck to you. Um, but there's some real regular Thursday nighters out there that have been around for a long time. Uh, the 30th of September, the Preppers Expo, that is a Saturday. That's going to be really fun. Um, 922, 922, a week from tomorrow night, a week from tomorrow night. Yes, sir, we are there. The Fredericksburg Tea Party Boots and Barbecue 2023 with Charlie Kirk and I mean, the list of guests is absolutely uh, fantastic, and uh, so we've got that going, and uh, the, if you want tickets, it may be sold out. In fact, I'm nearly sure it is sold out, and so uh, you'll have to find someone who bought a table or uh, get a hold of me. I might be, maybe, maybe, maybe be able to find a table that is not quite full You'll need to purchase a ticket for it, and we can sit you at a table that maybe is not full. But uh, I wouldn't count on it. Um, you've had uh, plenty. We've been talking about this for months now. And, and if you're now coming up and saying, well, I think I want to go, um, you may just be uh, SOL, sorry out of luck. Um, and so that's uh, these things, when they come up and you decide you want to go and be a part of it, you need to get your tickets um, and uh uh, otherwise, not much I can do for you. So, we have um, today's guests. I got a great guest. Paula Scanlon is going to be with me um, here at the bottom of the hour, and I'm looking forward to that. And uh, then, like I said, in the fourth quarter, we've got some. Uh, I don't know. I've got something on my mind. I'm going to have to make sure it comes out all right. And. Um, But there we go. So we're going to bring you some words of wisdom. And I can't believe I put my finger right on this one from poor Richard's Almanac from 1737. And uh, it may have something to do with what I'm talking about in the fourth quarter today. Well done is better than well said. How many people out there you can talk up a storm or type up a storm and post up a storm and then when we say, you know, uh, can you help us do this? Can you help us, uh, you know, count votes? Can you help us uh, go up to the Capitol? Can you help us to testify in front of the city? No, but I'll write a really aggressive uh, Facebook post. That's what I'll do. We'll send them a, I'll send them a really big letter. Uh, but no, no I, I can't show up and actually do the work. Um, folks, well done is so much better then well said and ben franklin had it down y'all stay tuned we'll be right back fighting the good fight matt long on the hill country patriot the hill country patriot 
All right, we are back. Thank you so much for sticking around and uh, staying tuned to the Hill Country Patriot. We are your information station here in the Hill Country. And um, I have on the line with me right now my good friend Jody Gould, owner, operator, proprietor. I just love saying that word, proprietor of the Tejas Smoke Depot, Jody Gould. Good morning, Jody. Do I? Uh, good morning, Jody. Let me see. There we go. Good morning, Jody. Do I got you here? I hear you, Matt. Can you hear me? I can hear you. We are here this morning. We're good. So you uh, you were up at 4 o'clock this morning giving uh, uh, weather updates for all of us, and you yeah. spotted some rain, huh? Oh, yeah. It was a nice rain, too. Not any wind, just a nice soaking rain, what we've been praying for and doing all those rain dances for. You know, I'm I'm waiting for those, some of those cracks in my backyard to uh, close up. I saw, uh, my mom told me about a video she saw where a guy took a tape measure. It was some here, where here in Texas, and he started running it down one of those cracks in his yard, and he said it got down 15 feet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, everything's pretty crunchy right now, but hopefully this is going to green everything up before it all gets cold again <laughs> yeah there you go looking forward to it we've got a few days of where we can work outside here before before it gets cold before the uh yeah. is, is it going to be we had a heat dome this summer do you think it's going to be a cold dome an ice dome this winter what do you think that's what they're saying but you know how do they know <laughs> that's right how do they know so the Tejas Smoke Depot, folks, is uh, on the west end of Fredericksburg. They have an amazing supply of of, uh, of cigars. They have a 150-square-foot walk-in humidor, and, of course, that means that it's climate-controlled, and so your fine cigars are kept there and uh, are kept in the proper temperature, humidity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, tell us about the other products that you have. We're going to get back to cigars in a moment, but tell us about what other uh, 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 products you carry at the Tejas Smoke Depot. Well, we have a large selection of cigarettes um, under premium and premium um, value price um, and pipe tobaccos, of course, cigars, chews, snuff, all of your tobacco-oriented needs, accessories, of course, to go with everything. Um, roll your own tobaccos. Um, of course, we have beer and wine to go along with your tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, snacks and sodas and um, the newspaper, ice, of course, to go along with your beer. There you go. <laughs> um, it's all connected. And then, items, and then you got to have some Dr. Pepper's Ho-Ho's and Ding Dong's for the kids, right? Of course. Got all of those in there. Um, so one thing you started doing, about, I think it was maybe a month ago, you've started coming up with a weekly cigar special. So you pick one of your uh, uh, cigars and uh, you decide to promote that cigar for the week and uh, give us all uh, give us all out here uh, an opportunity to enjoy a nice cigar at maybe a little bit of a discount than it normally is. So tell us about this week's um cigar this week we're featuring tatiana cigars it's a dominican cigar they're flavored they come in a rainbow of flavors um we carry about five different flavors and in two different sizes um we have a mini which is around a cigarillo size 
um, and it comes in a tin or a single stick. And then we have the classics, which is a little larger cigar, and it ranges uh, around four ninety retail. So with a discount, you're going to get pretty good savings on those cigars. Um, the smaller ones range around two forty per stick, and then about eighteen dollars a tin. Mm-hmm. So um, of ten, so you know you can get them down to a pretty nice. Uh, price with a discount um and like i said they come in a rainbow of flavors and if we don't have what you're looking for there are others out there flavors that we don't carry and you can just come in and ask for it and we'll get it that sounds like uh, quite a deal i'm not sure what green or red or yellow tastes like when you're talking about a (laughs) rainbow of flavors uh well red is usually cherry (laughs) red is usually cherry all right there we go so you'll get that figured out and you cigar lovers will know exactly what she's talking about and this week is your opportunity to get a discount on tatiana's and and maybe try that uh brand um uh, move away from your regular brand and uh, maybe try something new and uh, another thing we do with the Tejas Smoke Depot every week is we have a phrase that pays. And if you go in and tell them you heard her on the radio and here's the phrase that pays, that will get you an instant discount as well as get your name in a hat for a drawing. And so, Jody, what is today's, uh, this week's uh, phrase that pays? Well, staying on point, today's phrase, and I've used this one before, is be the rainbow in someone else's cloud. There you go. Be the rainbow in someone else's cloud. So you go in and tell them that, and uh, that will get you an instant discount and your name in the hat for a monthly drawing, which we do on the first Thursday of every month, and that was last week. So you've got plenty of opportunities. If they go in, let's say you have someone who visits twice a week in there. Jody, do they get the, you, do they get their name in the hat twice a week? Nope, only once once a week. Uh, but, okay. you know, it's, it's happened. It's happened before. <laughs> you know, there's, been a, there's been a few names in there a couple times that we just kind of, you know, it happens. But they're all going to go into a big pot at the end of the year, and we're going to have a big drawing, I think, this year on all of the names. Wow. collected over the year just to, you know, spice it up a little bit. Oh, that's, give, yeah, give that enough. sounds fun. So, yeah, it, it is fun. And, and uh, you know, we love our customers. We love uh, the new people that come in. We love, of course, we've got people that have been coming in for 26 years now. So mm-hmm. um, we, we do really appreciate it. We've made some great friends. And um, we, we hope that uh, they are happy with their service that they're getting. Absolutely. All right, Jody. Oh, we better tell them where you are. Folks, if you're in Fredericksburg on Main Street, go west. Go west on Main Street. You know, and most vehicles now have that little, you know, they got a little, uh, it, you know, some little letters right there on your dashboard. So if you're going west on Main Street, um, you get to the Y at the end of town, then you bear to the left, and then a wee bit down on the left, you will find the Tejas Smoke Depot. And um, go ahead and make a counterclockwise loop around the building, and that will put you in front of the drive-by window and uh someone there will stick their head out and take care of all your needs remember you can't take the kids into the tejas smoke depot but you can drive them around up to the uh, drive-by window where someone will take care of you am i missing anything why don't you give us your hours we're open monday through friday 8 a.m to 8 p.m saturday 9 a.m to 7 p.m and closed on sundays 
That sounds good. Any, did we miss anything, Jody? Anything else you um, want to mention? The only thing I forgot to mention was that this uh, Tatiana cigar is a Dominican cigar with a Indonesian binder and a uh, Dominican wrapper. So for those people that are interested yeah. in what they're smoking, um, and it's a Cuban seed tobacco and very smooth. So that's, smooth. that's the best part about them. All right. They're very enjoyable to smoke. All right. That's folks. about it. Folks, go by the Tejas Smoke Depot. Tell them thank you for supporting the Hill Country Patriot. And try out one of those Tatiana cigars and uh, let us know what you think about it. All right, Jody, thank you very much. We'll talk to you. Maybe, you we'll, maybe we'll see you tonight. We'll see you for sure. All right. Y'all take care <laughs> now. All right, so there you go. We're going to take a short break. I have uh, an interview I made yesterday with Paula Scanlon, and uh, so we're going to go ahead and take our break right now, so that I don't interview, uh, so that I don't cut, um, so I don't have to cut into the middle of an outstanding interview I had yesterday with Paula Scanlon. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. yet you will today know who paula is but the um you if you know riley gain's name which uh, all of my listeners do i've had riley on the program a couple of times and um and paula's story paula scanlon's story is um it just parallels riley gain's story but we want to hear paula what your story is by the way welcome to the matt long show paula Thank you so much for having me today. Absolutely. And uh, Paula is going to be speaking on Saturday at the Faith and uh, Family and Freedom Forum in um, Austin. And you can still get tickets to that at txvalues.org. So, Paula, tell us uh, tell us your story. What What is your story, your interactions with Will Thomas? Yeah, so I was on the same team as Will Thomas while Will was still on the men's team. Um, but then Will announced to us that he was transgender and was going to be transitioning to the women's team. Um, and once he joined the women's team, went by the name Leah. Um, and it was a very interesting situation because a lot of people told us that there was no way it was going to actually happen. At some point, people thought the NCAA was going to step in. The Ivy League was going to step in. The athletic department at high school was going to step in. But ultimately, none of those things happened, and we went on, and we had the season with Leah competing on the team like any other woman, and eventually Thomas went on to win an NCAA championship in the 500-yard freestyle, which, keep in mind, we've never, ever, ever in the history of our program had an NCAA female champion, um, which was totally insane, but during the time we were advised to not speak about the situation, we were told we will regret putting our name 
on this issue that it will prevent us from getting a job. It's going to follow us for the rest of our life. And they told us that we would be on the wrong side of history mm. if we spoke against men competing on the women's team. And in the end, they told us this situation is non-negotiable. Leah will be on the team no matter what your opinion is. So you might as well get on board. They let us know that they were there for us, but they're only there for us in helping us be okay with the situation. And they gave us some resources, one of which was psychological counseling if we objected mm. to having Leah on the team. Sounds like uh, re-education instead of uh, psychological uh, counseling, doesn't it? So what school was this? The University of Pennsylvania. Ah, okay, UP. And um, and so y'all were on the team, so Will was on the team with you for the for an entire season, a, a, a school year, is that the way you would put it? Yes, just he, one year. Just one year. And were you, uh, were you a senior at that time? Where were you in your schooling at the time? Yeah, so that was also my senior year. So actually, Thomas was supposed to graduate in the spring of 2021, but because the Ivy League canceled all sports in the 2020 to 2021 season, Thomas opted to take a gap year and then come back as a fifth year um, senior. And that was also my senior year. Wow. Wow. So we've heard from Riley um, about uh, the fact of of changing in the locker rooms. That one probably is the most disturbing. I, I mean, there's no way I'm going to condemn. Um, well, I take that back. I will condemn a man swimming on the girls team. But I, man, for crying out loud, got to change in another room. So were you actually forced to change in the locker room with uh, Will Thomas, a fully equipped male? Yeah, we were. And actually, we have nine practices per week. And you change into your suit before practice and you change out of your suit after practice. So it was 18 times per week that we were undressing in the same space as, as a male. You know, I've seen what y'all swim in. It almost looks like it's painted on. Are those Are those swimming outfits easy to get in and out of? The ones that you wear for practices, um, those are those are very easy to get in and out of. But the the racing suits that you wear at competitions are very very hard to get in and out of. It takes twenty minutes uh, each time you change. So especially at the NCAA championship, where Riley has attested to this many times, that's where you're in the locker room for a, a very prolonged period of time. And all the girls in the Ivy League that were at the Ivy League championship were subjected to to this as well because they had to change into their racing suits with Thomas and my team did as well at, at many of our different meets but it's you're there for a very long time and, and you're exposed for certain parts of it and you don't know who might walk in mm. so what um you you I'm assuming you graduated what did you get your degree in I have a degree in computer science. Um, okay. So. And what was that your plan? So we're going back a couple of years. You're you're swimming. You're enjoying life. You've got a computer science uh, degree you're working on. And uh, what kind of job were you going to be looking for when you uh, graduated? Did you have something specific in mind in the computer science field? Yeah, I actually did work for the past about the past year as a product manager. So. That's, uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with the role, it's um, kind of a business job where you work with business people, but also you work directly with other engineers and you help review uh, code that people write. Um, and, and you work very closely with uh, many different types of uh, engineers. 
Um, so I was actually doing that full-time after I graduated, um, but now I have stepped away from that to focus on speaking about this and doing policy work with the Independent Women's Forum, where I work now, um, and we work on putting in policies that help protect not just women's sports, sports, but also women's spaces and bathrooms and shelters and even prisons. Um, every woman's space you can think of that previously women had uh, to themselves has, has starting to be invaded. And so it's very important that we advocate for protection of these spaces and also work with policymakers to uh, formally in law protect these spaces as well. So speaking of policymakers, um, I saw your uh, testimony in Washington, D.C. Um, what was that like going to D.C.? Had you ever been to D.C. or spoken in front of a, uh, a committee in, uh, in, at the federal government before? No, I've never spoken anything like uh, in front of the, uh, anyone like that ever before. But um, I, I have frequented D.C. a lot. I actually uh, I spent half my time there, so I'm, I'm half based in the D.C. area. Um, so I do spend a lot of time there, but I never really got to meet people in the government before. Um, only really staffers or lower level people who work in politics. Um, but it was definitely a very interesting experience. It was very interesting to see some of the people that you see on TV and kind of seeing how they act. Uh, there's a lot of Democrats that have staffers that write every single word that they say. So I thought that was very interesting to watch them reading off these pieces of paper that are handed to them by their staffers. Hmm. Um, but it was a very rewarding experience. And I think it, and it's really important. And, and it's very, very, um, I'm very thankful that I got the opportunity to even do that. I know there's so many different people across the country that have stories that the government should hear and that policy makers should know about. And they're not even given the opportunity to, to even give their story or share their testimony. So I was also very thankful and rewarded that they, they even gave me that opportunity. So have you gone into um, other states as well? I know Riley and Chloe Cole, and I don't have any other names on the tip of my tongue, but they came when Texas was passing uh, the bill to protect women's sports um, in, at the collegiate level. Um, we had several people uh, come in and uh, testify on that. Um, have you gone to any other any state legislators to testify? I haven't done any state uh, test testifying, but I have met with policymakers in states. I, I was down in Texas, and I did get to meet with Governor Abbott um, the day he signed the Save Women's Sports Act that protected women's sports up to the college level. So previously, uh, it had been in law that um, high school level and middle schools are protected, but that he added colleges to the mix. Um, and I was there for that. Um, but I know that we're we're doing outreach with IW in certain states. States we have something called the Women's Bill of Rights, which defines what a woman is. Essentially, it says that if you are born female, you are entitled to be in these female spaces, and if you're born male, you shouldn't be allowed to be in these spaces. It's it's crazy that we have to write policies that say that. But unfortunately, that's where we are, and we're working on getting it passed in all 50 states. Is the eventual goal. We have four states so far that have adopted it, either through passing it through their legislator, legislators or through executive order. Two governors now have signed it in through executive order. So yeah, we've been meeting with a bunch of different policymakers, some governors. It's been really, really awesome to, to get around the country and, and meet with these people and also experience um, life in states that I've never been to. Hopefully I'll get to all 50 states very soon as well. And that that's also 
very, very rewarding and, and really, like, makes you see different perspectives as an American. I mean, like, we're all so diverse in this country, and this is just an amazing country, and, and I've gotten to see that firsthand and, and had opportunities I, I would have otherwise never had. Where, where were you born and raised? I'm from Connecticut, um, so I'm pretty close to New York City area. I s spent time a lot in New York City growing up. That's where my parents worked. The swim program that I swam for in high school was based in New York City, but I went to high school in Connecticut, so New England area. Uh, most of my life has been either in Connecticut or New York. So you mentioned being at the uh, signing of the bill with Governor Abbott, and I believe that took place in Dallas. I can't, I can't remember where it was, but it wasn't in Austin. And the thing I remember about it was the joy of that day and the happiness of that day and being in there knowing that, that history is being made and that you had something to do with it and, and with the laws being changed and protecting women. And then you step out of the building and you're getting ready to leave. I don't know if you were headed to lunch or dinner or maybe the airport. But tell us about when you stepped out of that build, building after the signing of that law. Yeah, there were protesters there the entire time. Actually, when we first showed up to the event, there were protesters, and we actually had to, to move to the other side and enter through a different door. And I, I didn't know that they were going to be there. I didn't know why they were so upset, because I didn't think that what we were signing was so controversial. Ultimately, I saw pictures of a lot of these protesters, and believe it or not, my 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 mom's brother actually lives in Dallas. So I was I was staying with my aunt and uncle that night, mm -hmm. and they they came to pick me up, and they couldn't get inside the building because all the exits were blocked by these protesters. And so my uncle actually was able to walk around and interact with these protesters, and he got a lot of footage of them as well. And it was very interesting because a lot of them had signs that weren't related to our cause. There was a lot of signs about abortion and immigration and that had nothing to do with what we were signing that day so i'm sure if you ask some of those protesters they weren't even sure why they were there or what they were even upset about ah that that is that that's funny but it doesn't it does not surprise me so you you use the term iw a couple of times i know that means independent women's forum would you tell me about that organization and are you now are you a speaker for them what do you have a job with them tell tell me about independent women's forum please yeah so independent women's forum is a group that works on issues especially regarding women in this country so obviously my issues with our spaces and our sports being affected is, is a large thing that we work on and that's most of the work that i do with uh, with them um, so I'm a, my official title is a, I am a spokeswoman, but I do help sit in on policy meetings. I do help do outreach and I help make connections. If there's certain people I know in certain states that could be good connections for us, I can bring them to, to IW. Um, and it's a really, really great organization. They've definitely given me opportunities to ex be exposed to people I never would have seen before. They have great connections with many different more local policy groups. Again, Texas Values, who I'm going to be speaking with this weekend. They've been a close ally, and I've, we've done a few things together. Um, so it's just overall working on policies that better the lives of all Americans, not just women, but by doing that through the lens of the women's perspective. There um, you go. And so that's exactly, and so that's that's a. Uh, it's really and it's really wonderful, and especially this issue. I, I men and I appreciate all men that speak about this. I think every man should step up and and say that men cannot become women. But 
it is also very important to have strong women that lead this fight, and that's really what IW is doing. And I want to thank you. I can't imagine that five years ago you thought this is where your life was going to be. And uh, so prayers for you and for what you're doing. And um, do you think you'll get back into maybe uh, computer sciences someday? Or do you think maybe you've found a calling that will maybe defend your life or a portion of your life? I'm honestly not sure at this point. I think I'm definitely working on this stuff through the the election cycle because again the election cycle really helps show eyes to more issues than you know you would see in, in, a, in a different year. I'm just taking it one day at a time. I'm not going to stop until we know that all the women in all 50 states are going to be protected. I think that's the ultimate goal um, and once we accomplish that and I know that we will then I can revisit if I want to go back to that or if there's a different field that comes up that makes sense for me to, to enter into. So I'm just going to I'm just going to see I'm going to let God take me where where he wants me to be. That's that is the attitude to have and and uh, Miss Paula Scanlon uh, you're going to have an amazing life. You're standing up for truth, and um, you're going to have some tough times, but I think this you have chosen a very rewarding path, and I want to thank you for being brave enough to do that. Do you have any final comments for us before we go off the air? No, just uh, I encourage everyone to also speak up about this issue if you feel passionate. I think a lot of people think that their voices are small and don't matter, but even if you help change the mind of one person or encourage one more person to speak, it makes a difference. So I encourage everyone to be brave and be bold and, and speak truth. All right, this is Paula Scanlon, and uh, you can meet Paula and hear her story and hear uh, this fight. If you'll join us Friday and Saturday at the uh, family, the uh, Faith and Family and Freedom Forum that TX Values is putting on, Texas Values is putting on, you can still get tickets. Go to txvalues.org. And Paula, I look forward to meeting you on Saturday, and thank you again for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me today. Rhinos hate him. I'm out, come out wherever you are. He's Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back, and we are not nationwide, but we are back right here in the Hill Country. You can catch us screaming live on the Internet, no matter where you are in the world, except for North Korea and uh, Iraq and, uh, I don't know, Afghanistan, one other country that says uh, they're not allowed to listen to the Matt Long Show. And uh, I, I take that as a, a badge of honor. And... Um, so thank you for sticking around, staying tuned. And by the way, we take these programs every day. Um, they are left up on hillcountrypatriot.com website for about a week. They rotate out a week. So if you heard something today or yesterday that I said and you want to pass it on to someone or play it again, then you can do that at hillcountrypatriot.com on the podcast tabs. Another thing I try to do, and it did not get done yesterday, but some I get a day or two behind occasionally, but I try my best and hardest to get every day's show up. I get it cleaned up a little bit, edited it a little bit maybe, and then I put it up onto numerous podcast sites. Uh, the easiest one is, uh, for me, I just like Spotify, not a big fan of the company or anything, but uh, 
they uh, have all my podcasts up and um and so that is something that is real easy for you to do and you can go back uh now over two years i've got over two years worth of programming up there and uh it's just building day by day so uh a topic that comes up a lot that is something that is uh, if you want to call it a burr under my saddle we can call it that um and i talked about it a little bit i believe a couple of days ago we were talking actually yesterday um i was talking with aaron anderson who's going to be one of our speakers tonight at the fredericksburg tea party meeting and uh we talked about this idea of local 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 the your your vote in local area is more important than your vote for the president when it comes to when it comes to the impact on your daily life on your taxes on who your school is on on even goodness sakes even the the repairing of your roads or the the drainage for floods or or any of these things these all happen locally these all happen locally and it does not matter one whit who is in washington dc at that time now Please don't get carry this all the way out to saying, well, he doesn't want us to vote for the president. No, that's not what I'm saying. That obviously we want you to vote for everything. But the our our local turnout and local engagement is always the lowest. And I have some theories on that. And uh, the theory that I have worked with the most, I think, has been that getting engaged locally in a small a community will has the, the the possibility of you losing your place in town all right and what do i mean by that well over the years you've grown i've been in uh, in fredericksburg now 24 years i've developed a lot of relationships i had no people on both sides of the or on all sides of the political spectrum in fredericksburg and uh and so and, and i i don't have any family there i don't have any family besides my wife i have my christian family that is there and sometimes they're the ones that are the most uh, difficult to speak truth with because when we come up to our friends and our families who don't quite believe like we do and then you start giving you start talking about your politics or about what your beliefs are or what's going on locally maybe it has to do with hand counting the elections or or whatever issue it is that locally um, maybe you're not happy with the schools but you've got two teachers in your family and so well i you know i'm i'm with you i don't like what they're doing at the library and i don't like what they're doing at the school but 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 you know my i got my mom and my my brother-in-law you know is a coach there and and my mom's been a teacher for years and so i i just can't speak out so there is that aspect all right and that one is one that 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 bothers me but at the same time i understand where you're coming from but um if you really, if you really are believe in what you claim to believe in, then you, you're, it's going to be up to you to persuade these people in a manner that keeps them on your side. But I also understand that it is going to that it's going to create issues, um, and so that losing your place in line in society, in your town, in your community, is huge. That's massive. I get it. 
And so th- this is going to require you to do some, uh, what are your convictions? How strong are your convictions? The stronger your convictions are and the more faith you have that there is someone backing you up, then it's going to be easier to speak out on these things locally. So that is something I've talked about a lot. Here's something I haven't mentioned. I, I mention it every now and then. Um, but I, uh, and, but it's another one of my pet peeves, another one of the burrs under my saddle. And that has to do with these grand theories, these grand theories that the uh, whole world is controlled by, you know, a handful of families and, uh, the Bildenbergs and the, uh, all of that. I get it. I understand those people do have a lot of power. I'm not, I am not discounting any of those theories, but I want to tell you what, if you believe in those theories, where that leaves you. All right. If you stand on that, here's where it leaves you. It leaves you completely unable to do anything about it. I mean, if if the Bildenbergs are are truly running the world, then then what what do you you can't fight the Bildenbergs. You you can't fight the or whatever group it is. Because not only that, but you're telling me you telling me how powerful they are in the uh, 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 what Council on Foreign Relations, and you're telling me how powerful all these people are, and and at the in the same time, the implication is these guys are so big, so huge, that what can some little podunk, um, you know, little tiny dude like me down here in Gillespie County do about it? You can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. There is nothing you can do. You can't fight those guys. And so, therefore, that's the excuse. And it's not an excuse. It's true. It's true. You can't fight those guys. All right? And so I hear that a lot, and I think, I believe strongly that that is a, that's a way for you to get out of your obligations. I think that's a way for you to say, well, they're just so big, I can't do anything about it. Therefore, I'm not going to do anything about it. And, and, and that's, that's your excuse that it's so big. Now, let's carry it locally because this seeps down into the local area. I, with much sadness, was looking at some social media feeds this morning and reading um, some folks who um, believe that even our local politics, that, uh, that our county judge or one of the county commissioners is actually a CIA operative. Did you hear that right? That these are plants. This is a this is a operation right here in Fredericksburg, Texas, or right here in Kerrville, Texas. We've got the CIA operatives who have been planted in. They have become county commissioners, and goodness, even the county judge is a CIA operative. Listen, when you go to that, when when that's the stories you're spreading. Guess what? You're going to fight the CIA? <laughs> Not a chance. Not a chance. You can't stand up to the CIA. So if you really honestly believe that your local county judge or your county commissioners are, you know, CIA operatives and plants and that that's why you're not going to get uh, a balanced local budget or or hand-counted ballots is because 
the CIA is conspiring with the uh, computer companies who are conspiring with everybody else around the world and the Bildenbergs. And, 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 and if you start saying that, that's just your – that is absolutely your reason for not getting up and actually doing something and saying something. We've got pe- I know people who are afraid, who are afraid to show up at a meeting because they think that the, um, the government's there spying on all of them. Well, they might be. They might be. And if they are, you know what? They're going to be spying on me, and I'm going down. And if you're too much of a CS to show up with me because you're afraid uh, someone might spot you or you're telling me that all these guys are CIA operatives and that – the, the county judge is bought and paid for by, you know, some uh, nefarious uh, uh, outside group. That's just an excuse. All that is is an excuse. And I'll give it to you. If all of that's true, if all of that is true, that I read this morning, that uh, this is all just big some big operation, then, man, I got no power. Who am I up to against the CIA and, and the Bildenbergs and uh and, and all of these big companies, who am I up against all of that? I am nobody, and I can't do anything. Nothing. Go, I'm going to go to Ace and get me a job at the hardware store. I think I'd, I'd love to spend the rest of my days working in a hardware store. All right? And if I thought that the CIA and that some nefarious group was actually operating behind the scenes here to thwart my will here in the hill country. Now, I'm not talking a big scene. I'm talking about here in the hill country of Texas. If I buy into that, if I believe that, then I really, nothing I can do. And so when I read these people who I, man, I respect you and I love you. And I'm and these people I know, some of them not as well as others, but there are people here locally who are now spreading this idea that all of this, the reason we can't get our way locally is because there are operatives working against us that are, you know, deep state embedded uh, here in uh, the backwoods of Kerrville, Fredericksburg, and Bandera, and what have you, then I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, but that's all I can tell you is that, that that's your excuse. What are you doing about it? And if you're around someone like that who is constantly sending you something about um, all these all these people, all these operatives working against us at every level, and and that they've taken over our local governments, and if you're if that's on your if that's where you are, then you're not standing with me, and you're not going to do anything about it. You're a keyboard warrior who's living in some kind of delusion, and you need to get off your big butt and get out there and go to these meetings. Go meet with your county commissioner. Visit with them. I believe Angela sat down with one of the city um, city council members a couple of days ago, and uh, maybe we'll get her to talk about that on Monday when she comes in here. Folks, be strong. Take heart. All of you who hope in the Lord. This is coming right out of Psalms 31, Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. Let's stop with all the let's stop with all these theories. And let's uh, get to work. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> 